Well, welcome to this second week of February, everybody. So glad you've joined me today for this devotion. I'm Pastor Steve, and we are in the book of Galatians, jumping out of the Old Testament into the New for uh, a few days. And we're in chapter one of Galatians, and I hope you've already uh, read this chapter. Uh, Galatians is a letter that Paul wrote to a group of churches, if you will, churches in the region of Galatia, which would be in south-central Turkey. Um, and, and it's to the, to the churches in that area that, that he and uh, Barnabas started on his first missionary journey. And then churches that those churches probably started thereafter. And so it's like a follow-up letter that he is sending back to those churches at some point. We don't know exactly when. This is often called a circular letter. So it would be read in one church and then moved over to the next church and so on. And it may be the first letter that Paul wrote that are that's part of our New Testament. It's probably that. Um, and it's one of, if not the earliest uh, letters or books written that are in our New Testament, along with the Gospel of Mark, uh, the book of James, possibly Matthew. So this would be among the earliest letters written in the New Testament, somewhere around the late 40s to the early 50s A.D., so give or take 15 to uh, 20 years after Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection is when this was 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 uh, uh, written. And he's addressing an issue that those churches were dealing with, and and it is the, the issue is what exactly is the gospel? How are we saved? Are we saved by faith in Jesus, and that's it? Or is it faith in Jesus plus something else, plus uh, works and good deeds, and in particular, uh, following the, the Mosaic law, because there was a group that we referred to as the Judaizers. These would be Jews who became believers in Jesus, and many of those in the church in Jerusalem uh, were Jews who became believers in Jesus. And that was also true in the different towns Paul went to. So all of these churches in Galatia would have had Jews who were believers as well as Gentiles who were believers in Jesus. Well, there was a group called the Judaizers, Jew, uh, Christians, if you will, of Jewish background who were convinced that you had to be a Jew before you could become a Christian. In other words, if you were a Gentile and wanted to really be saved and believe in Jesus, you would have to begin following some of the Mosaic law be like a proselyte to Judaism to, and, 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 and then believe in Jesus as the Messiah of the Jewish people. And they in particular uh, pushed the idea of circumcision because if a Gentile was going to convert to Judaism and be more than a God-fear but fully convert to Judaism, he would have to be circumcised. And so they are saying, uh, well, then to be a true believer in Jesus, you have to have faith, but then you have to be circumcised. And many of them also pushed other parts of the Mosaic law, other rituals, and, and so on. And that was creating controversy and confusion within these churches because Paul had been preaching that, no, you're, you're saved by your faith in Jesus. And as a Gentile, you don't have to follow these Jewish regulations. As a Gentile who believes in Jesus, you don't have to be circumcised and follow the Mosaic law. That's for the Jewish people only. And so he says no to that teaching. And that's what he's addressing in this book because it was causing some 
believers in these churches to fall away from the faith, if you will, and to to really struggle spiritually, and you can understand that. And and so Paul talks about it. Look at verse 6. Let's start there in chapter 1. He says, I am amazed that you are so quickly deserting him, Jesus, who called you by the grace of God. I'm amazed that you are so quickly, because they'd only been a church a few years. So I'm amazed that in this time, you are deserting Jesus for a different gospel, a different gospel. Verse 7, which is really not another, only there are some who are disturbing you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. They're still preaching Jesus, but they're messing with your faith and they're distorting the true gospel of Jesus. And um, so he says to them in verse 8, even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you. In other words, if me or angels or anyone else comes to you and preaches something other than what we preached to you at the beginning, that the gospel is, is salvation through Jesus when you place your faith in him, and that, 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 is, that, is, that is how you're saved, faith and faith alone, faith and faith only. He said, if anybody... Anybody distorts the gospel and, and tries to add something to that is faith plus anything else. He said at the end of verse 8, that person is to be accursed. That means go to hell. That, that means separated from Jesus. Verse 9, as we have said before, so I say again now, if any man is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you received, what you received when we first came to your community, he is to be accursed. So Paul is, 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 is issuing an, an emphatic no. It's not faith plus, it's faith in Jesus that's the gospel. That's the good news of how we are saved. And he's going to spend the remainder of this book, and we'll look at it in the days to come this week, building that argument and answering their questions. And so that's, that's the, the context, the background for the book of Galatians. Now, devotionally, a couple of things real quickly uh, spoke to me. One in verse 4, talking about Jesus, he says, who gave himself for our sins. Now, we're very familiar with that gave himself for our sins that he might rescue us from this present evil age. And let me just say parenthetically, this is a really good verse to memorize so that you can witness to people. Jesus gave himself for our sins that he might rescue us from this present evil age. Now, but what what spoke to me is that second part of that first part of the verse, that he might rescue us from this present evil age. The truth is all of us who are saved really didn't understand how much we needed to be rescued when we were saved. And there are many people we care about, we worry about, we pray for them. They're far from God. They don't know Jesus. They need to be rescued. And most of them don't know they need to be rescued. They don't have a clue about the danger they are really in. And that's why you and I need to pray every day for God to speak to them and open their eyes so they can see I'm about to drown because right now they don't know it. They don't feel it. They don't sense it. God, open their eyes so they can see that, see the truth. And Holy Spirit, convict them of their sin because they don't realize how sinful they really are and the consequences of that. So Holy Spirit, please convict them of their sin and convince them they need Jesus Christ because they, just like us, need 
rescuing from the, this, this present evil age. And then quickly, one more thing that spoke to me is in verse 15. Verse 15, when Paul says, God, who had set me apart even from my mother's womb and called me through his grace, reminds me of Jeremiah and, and, and God calling Jeremiah to be a prophet while he was still in his mother's womb. And, and Paul says something similar here. Uh, God set me apart even from my mother's womb and called me. And, and I love the idea that before somebody is born, and remember, Paul spent part of his life persecuting Christians, persecuting the church, hating the gospel that he's now preaching. And, and we look at him, we see people who are far from God, and, 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 and we don't realize that quite often God has already called them. They just haven't answered yet. So never give up on people. Never give up. That, that person you think is the furthest from God, that person who's the most belligerent toward the gospel, you just never know what God is going to do in his or her life. So never give up on that. You keep praying. You keep loving. You keep serving. You keep sharing the gospel with them. You keep inviting them to church. Don't you ever, ever give up because God has a plan for them just like he has one for you. Hey, God bless you. That's our thoughts for today. I'll see you in the morning as we look at Galatians chapter 2. 